This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. The United Kingdom started giving out the first doses of Pfizer's COVID vaccine. Yet the vaccine is starting in the UK and then coming here. But your one annoying friend will be like, I actually like the original British version better. (laughs) Vaccine recipient number two is perhaps the most famous person in the history of England. The second person to receive the job was 81-year-old William Shakespeare. (laughs) Was his blood type B or not B? (laughs) No, he was a real drama queen about getting it. Is this a dagger which I see before me? According to a new report, more than half of New York City firefighters say they will not get a coronavirus vaccine when one becomes available, which means that next year's sexy firefighter calendar might only go through August. 647. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, we can add Tom Brady to the long list of celebrities who have benefited from the federal government's Paycheck Protection Program. Back in April, Tom's supplement and merchandise company, TB12, got $960,000 in pandemic relief. I'd like nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars uh, yeah. Who do I call to get nine hundred? I need a little relief. And, you know, this is a guy who, and and make no mistake, I'm not saying he spent the money on this, but this is a guy who just bought himself a new multi-million dollar yacht. And I only mention that because, you know, he's, he's someone who could have easily covered these business expenses out of his Mm -hmm. own pocket and left the federal money for the little guys who actually need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's you know on a very long list here. I was I was reading some of these. Uh, Kanye West, you remember his company Yeezy? Oh yeah, they yeah. took between oh. two and five million dollars. Chloe uh, Kardashian, uh, worth forty million dollars. Why aren't they doing that? Her like, clothing brand, Good American, received a loan of between one and two million dollars. Like, that seems like she's making that in a minute and a half on an Instagram post. Why is... Why? Like, she could have fronted that money and said, hey, Fed, just give that to the little guy. I got these yeah. guys covered. Or even like Tom Brady, 670000 He made that last week in probably the, the first quarter. <laughs> Jay-Z uh, was approved for a PPP loan of mm. 2 to $5 million. That makes me mad. Uh, a source familiar with the funding told Variety that the company received $2.1 million. Actress Reese Witherspoon, her clothing brand Draper James, received a federal loan of between 
350000 and a million dollars. Uh, the company employed 44 people. I don't know how this all went down, but I'm sure being the government applying for these types of loans probably wasn't the most easy thing to figure out. And you probably needed a good lawyer or tax preparer who would figure out what you needed to do, which and those, how much you could and get. those dudes can afford those. Types of they have those people like on small staff. business owner. They how do they know? You know, yeah. I'm sure they can figure it out. Some have, but it's probably not the easiest thing. No, that makes me sad. Yeah, Pearl Jam. Uh, they got 28 employees on their payroll. They got a loan between three hundred fifty thousand dollars to a million, and a number of other touring musicians, including Weezer, The Eagles, Guns N' Roses, and Green Day, were also approved for PPP loans. I mean, I understand even though it says they're worth $40 million, that doesn't mean that that's what they have in their bank account. But well, I feel and they're like, personal in their business or, you know, are two right. separate things. I know, but I still too. feel like $350,000 to some of these people is nothing. Right. Nothing. It's an Instagram photo. Yeah. You know what? Post something like that. It just seems so bizarre to me and sad. Yeah. Well, and then there's the, always the question, too, and I, yeah, I'm i not arguing for either side, but, I mean, if the assistance is being offered up and you qualify for it. Why not take it? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing with the tax breaks. It's like, okay, if legally. Mm-hmm. They are within have, their right. They are, you know, they are within your right. And is it is it taking away from someone else? Because we don't really know that. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That either, because wasn't there a ton of money that didn't get used? I, I think it matters when you got lawmakers on Capitol Hill that are battling over how much money we're going to get or not get in the next round. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you feel it. It's just interesting to what I mean, there's just got to be some sort of systemic breakdown somewhere where just something just isn't in, in the setup that just isn't. It's wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a lot better and easier and equitable. And and what what makes it hard to digest is, you know, you a guy like him, a guy like Tom Brady buys a boat. Just a few months after receiving that loan, it just kind of puts a face on a real ugly problem. Yeah, you know? for yeah. sure. Yep. Oh, this is kind of fun. Every once in a while, there comes out a list of people who dated or, or, or people who were in a couple that maybe we don't remember they ever even dated or were together. And this is kind of fun. Do you remember Tom Cruise dating Cher? No. No. <laughs> 
Yeah, they met at Sean Penn and Madonna's wedding in 1985, and they dated for a bit. Oh, for a hot minute, maybe. Uh-huh, I remember She did that. date a lot of younger men in her day. She sure did. What a weird couple. Yeah. How long were they yeah. even together? They were together, I, I would say, at least a few months, because oh. I can remember. Yeah. Where is he even now? That guy has totally fallen off the planet now that Maverick wasn't released. Well, isn't he working on another Mission Impossible movie? Is he? He might be. John Cusack and Nev Campbell, they dated for four years. Mm. Nicholas Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker. I do remember that. Honeymoon in Vegas. They were in that yeah. movie together. And oh, yeah. A bit. Cute movie. Jeez. Yeah. Chris Evans dated Christina Ricci. Hmm. This was before Captain America in 2007. Oh, no. But he also dated Jessica Biel from 2001 to 2006. Oh. January Jones and Ashton Kutcher in the 90s. No. Bradley Cooper and Zoe Zaldana. Remember that? I, I did know that. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Matthew McConaughey went out with Janet Jackson once. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right, all right. Mm. <laughs> Give me a beat. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> got around. Let me tell you, I was I like his book, the Green Lights book. He lived at the Chateau Marmont Hotel for almost two years, which is kind of I guess is it kind of known as like a Playboy party style place. motel, Jeff? I don't know. But he had like a running tab there, and he w- and he was like, it was a good time. The staff would let him come down and cook whatever he wanted in the kitchen. He could bring ladies back and take them upstairs. There's some people in Hollywood that are very upset with Matthew McConaughey right now. He appeared on Russell Brand's podcast, yeah, and they were talking about uh, liberal Hollywood, and Matthew was saying how there are some in Hollywood on the left who are very condescending and um God, what other i forget the other words that he used uh toward the right and his whole purpose was to kind of meet in the kind of say you know guys we need to come to the middle a little bit and there's a lot of people in hollywood that are really mad at him for what he said about that far leaning liberal left that is very dismissive and condescending of the other side well, I think the far-leaning both sides are pretty condescending of each other, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, uh, Matthew McConaughey wants you lonely ladies to know that he's thinking about you. Hey, Matthew here. <laughs> McConaughey. <laughs> now, I know there are a lot of lonely ladies out there, and I just want you to know old Matthew's been thinking about you. Sometimes life gets tough, and so does love, but you just got to keep on living and loving, man, and loving that you're living and live your loving and love your life every single day. You can't let those old bluebirds get you down. You got to take off your clothes and play a musical instrument. (laughs) And remember, I'm out here, ladies. I'm laying by the pool, my shirt is off, and I got a bottle of the good stuff. And someday you might be next in line, and you and I can spend the whole night carrying on loving and living and all that that entails. I'm Matthew. (laughs) And you be thinking about me now. I mean, how can you stay mad at that? No, right? You can't. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen. Got a second date update coming up the next uh, 12, 13 minutes here. Hi, Paula. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. I'm on my way to work this morning, and I work for podiatrists. And our um, owner, he looks like Blake Shelton. Really? Really? That's interesting. Like... Spot on? Yeah, oh, yeah. Pretty spot nice. on. Is he involved with anyone that looks anything like Gwen Stefani? No, but his wife is very beautiful. <laughs> there you go. Hmm. Do you look like anybody? Yeah, who would play you in a movie, Paula? I have no idea. 
Who would you want to I play you a in, a, in a movie? Gosh, um, I don't know. I'm a big fan of like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. She'd that be would great. be fun. Yeah, but I don't look like her. <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great day at work and tell Blake we said hi. Okay, will do. Thank you. Take it easy. Uh, let's see. If you missed it, yesterday morning we talked to Josh Sneed, who came out with, uh, you've heard of Baby It's Cold Outside? And Josh is the brains behind Cincy Shirts. Among other things. Yes. I mean, he's he's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He's a comedian. He's a very busy man. Raconteur. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an overall talented guy. And, uh, yeah, he came out with Baby It's COVID <laughs> outside. Clever. Josh Sneed, how are you? I'm great. How are you all this morning? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Getting in the spirit. Some of us were forced into the spirit way earlier this year. Yeah? Why do you say that? Uh, we've had Christmas decorations up since, uh, it feels like the end of September. So. <laughs> <laughs> we did. My... um. My boyfriend's birthday was November the 19th, and we had ours up before that. Ours has been up for a while. It's that whole, like, this could be the last nice weekend, and you're not going to want to be pulling all that stuff out when it's freezing outside. And I just feel like that time of year creeps up, and, you know, next year it's going to be June. Like, well, we got vacation coming up, so we might as well get the Christmas stuff out while we're getting the pool stuff put up. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. is it was it the decorating? Was it that that inspired this song, or or had this been on the brain for a while? It's kind of been on the brain for a little while. Uh, through you know, Cincy shirts, we we always sort of sit down several months out and uh, and think like for our Christmas sweatshirts this year. You know, what are what are we all talking about? And uh, every year we try to be pretty topical with with those, and so. The idea actually came up for a Christmas sweatshirt, and uh, and when it did, I was like, oh, my gosh, this could be a whole song. And so I started writing out the lyrics, and, you know, as a comedian who hasn't really been able to do shows since March, I was ready for An writing something funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that was such a politically charged song, too, there for a while. Yeah, and I kind of felt in a way that it was sort of a doing song that everybody kind of liked in terms of just like it's you know nostalgia like you know from the movie elf and stuff like that you know like the lyrics of it aside you know it's been a very popular song that just like disappeared because of the the issues that it was causing with its original lyrics i thought here's a way to kind of put it back out there with just something timely and and you know not making fun of covid or the seriousness of it but just sort of saying what probably a lot of us are thinking and and just you know kind of being funny with it i guess so josh question for you as the comedian what is funnier to you is it the actual lyrics of the song or is it listening back to your musical stylings on said song (laughs) i know the answer for me yeah, yeah, it's for sure how terrible I am. But uh, <laughs> but I, there's two there's two songs of me like sort of in the public domain. There's the this one, and then there's the uh, "Dust in the Wind" parody that I did with Nick Lachey called "Dusty Please Win" about Dusty Baker. Oh yeah, and oh I, I like remember that. Oh wow, that was a while ago. 
That, that was, was recorded a... in the Q102 studios. Yeah, I was going to say, That's I so remember funny. when you guys recorded that. I think you were in Joe's room, weren't you? Yeah, yes, we were. <laughs> That's so funny. Save the day on that. And, uh, and in both songs, I like to tell people, see if you can guess which one is me singing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one's a little easier because it's a female. The one with Nick's a little more challenging. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Josh, and this is totally on a selfish level because, Je- you know, Tim from our show is getting married next year, and Jen and I have been teasing him that we are going to write and perform an original song. Would you like to be a part of that for the wedding performance? I would love to be a part of that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever heard Fritch and Me sing? The more the merrier, Josh. (laughs) You may want to audition us before you commit. If we layer it, then. You you know how bad I am, so if you're asking me to help. To make it better? I I know what I'm Uh doing. Plus, and I say this publicly, too. Tim helped me move. And he has sworn that he will never help another person move since that day. So he I can't it. believe he helped you. you. Yeah, it's you're the fault. reason I have that rule now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it was nothing against the actual experience with you because we had a fun day that day. It was just like, man, I have helped a lot of friends move. And and I am done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, I haven't heard the song yet, Josh, so I'm super excited to hear it. I know Jeff and Jen and Tim played it last week, but I haven't heard it yet, so this will be my first time. Well, all I'll say is lower your expectations. <laughs> and, They're already uh, low because of the Camila Cabello, Sean Mendez situation this morning. So I'm, I'm yeah. there. Well, I really appreciate it. And as I said on social media, like it's, it's very special for me for Q102 to play this because growing up in Cincinnati, Q102 was the place that did all the song parodies that I would literally sit by the radio with my tape recorder. <laughs> and record the song parodies. I still remember so many of them from the the one about the Exxon Valdez. I mean, there's like a ton of them that I can remember the lyrics. And so to hear like a parody that I did on Q102 is like super special. For me. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we're going to play it. Baby, it's COVID outside. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here is Josh Sneed with Kaylee Eberly. On Cincinnati's Q102. Thank you, Josh. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. See you, Josh. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.